0: Hey everyone, it's Adar. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so happy that you're here today, especially because today I'm going to have a conversation with six of my New Sound students. In this conversation, you are going to hear about their story and how they went from feeling frustrated, angry, and stuck in their English to feeling confident, free, and clear. They will share with you their transformation story and what is now possible for them now that English is no longer an obstacle. These stories are inspiring, and I really hope you enjoy listening to them. Let's hear it. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to my favorite type of session of all, which is our student panel. Hello, everyone. It's nice to be here again. Uh, We are inside the pronunciation training still. We had it last week. And this week, we wanted to offer you this beautiful bonus session because it's so important to understand what it's really like for other people. Uh, You know, we talked about theory, we talked about all the things that you need to do to improve your fluency and your confidence, but there's nothing like the real stories of real people who will share with you what it has been like for them working on their English, um, getting into the habit of learning and practicing, working on their pronunciation, and ultimately what is possible for them now that English is no longer an obstacle. So today, I am so honored and proud to invite my amazing students, Luciana, Rosario, Xiang, Sheena, Fred, and Antonina. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Hello, how hello, guys. Hello, how guys.
0: Everyone. How is everyone?
3: That's fine. <laughs> Very excited.
4: Good, good. Excited. Slightly nervous. So good. Nervous is yeah. good. Nervous is
0: good. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes, right? Like it's, it's you know like that. I love that exciting energy that I get um, when when important things happen. So let's, um, let's just go around, and why don't you each introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what is up, where you're from, how you're feeling today, and maybe, um, yeah, we're going to start with that. What was your biggest challenge in English a year ago? Okay, and then we're going to talk about what it looks like for you today. So who wants to start? Wuxiang, why don't you start?
5: Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Musiampoyarski. I'm currently a project manager who actually speaks English every day. And uh, prior to this project manager position, I used to be a graphic designer and creative manager for in that creative field for over 20 years, both in China and also in the United States. Talking about China, I moved to the United States 16 years ago. And I will talk about the journey later, right? Yes. But,
0: uh, you know, you can talk. How was it for you to, to get to the U.S. 16 years ago? How was it for you in terms of English?
5: Oh, in terms of English, it's a long way to go. Go back to my teenage year. And in my first language, I was already insecure about my accent. Because where I'm from, uh, in the southern China called Hunan, I had this accent with the L and the N mixed all the time. So when I went to the city, I was laughed at. I was a village girl. And one time when I was trying to enter to a recital speech contest, I didn't even get a chance. And oh my, God. my classmates were laughed at me. You couldn't even dream about it. With your accent, with your village look, you will never be able to get in front of the TV or a camera. That, that scenario really imprinted in my mind. Over time, I was all thinking about my accent, how it drew me back. And then uh, fast forward. Uh, 16 years ago, I moved to the United States. And this type of insecurity yeah. because of the language came over again. Even though after many years, I worked on very, very hard because when yeah. I came to the United States, I had a language barrier and then I did to start over. I went to ESL and went to school here so I got a degree and I, uh, worked here from a startup job to be a manager position uh, but uh, over time and in my head I was always insecure about my language about my accent subconsciously mm-hmm. so Did, w- and would you, know. you say that that um
0: that image that you had of yourself, has it prevented you from doing things or uh, taking more active
5: part in the community or speaking more English? Uh, Yes. Uh, In fact, I wanted to uh, prevail every time when I faced the challenges. Because I, this is back again, I was the third daughter in my family. And I was, I grew up as an invisible child Mm -hmm. because I was born during the one child policy. I don't know if any of you were aware of that. And then my brother was born Uh, three years later. I was not wanted. And after he was born, basically I was, almost like I, I didn't die, it's already good enough. So I always had to rely on myself. And so whenever if I felt I was judged or I was not supported, I just have to trust myself and try harder on my own to prevail. And wow. Over time, I came to the United States and all all over again, I had the struggle I think most immigrants experienced. You need to start over from the familiar situation to a total different uh, places and without family, without friends. And I came here because of my husband and I also had another layer of uh, uh, judgment from others. As my husband was a lot older than me, I, I, uh, so when I go out, even when I just moved here, uh, many people would judge me. I came for the money, uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so. I,
0: and you were so used to dealing with this judgment, so you felt like it's okay. It's a natural part of like, you know, immigrating and living and speaking a second language, even though it doesn't have to be this way, but it's kind of like, that's what you knew.
5: Yeah, yeah. So I knew I had to just uh, have to try, have to try to keep me being independent. And uh, yeah. of course, for a very long time, I was relying on my husband, for example, driving and language translation. It, wow. I, it was frightening for me to uh, make a phone call when I just came here. Wow. I thought I was very confident enough, but once you get into a new situation and you don't feel like you have all the tools that you, you have to, to uh, go out, and you just feel really restrained, yeah, trapped. And for, and, and for how many
0: that. years have you experienced that feeling of um, of feeling trapped and and restraints and limited? For how many years living in the U.S., especially when it comes to speaking English?
5: Uh, from speaking English, I because I went to ESL I also went to uh, university here so I got enough of opportunities to practice I didn't feel I was restrained too much until when I was looking for a job it spent I spent four months to land my first full-time job Mm -hmm. and I personally I didn't think it's because of my English but Sometimes when I, when I come home, my husband, who is very smart and he's supportive in some way, but not with uh, verbal language, he would say, it's probably because of your language. That's why you couldn't land a job. And mm-hmm. this type of uh, language, it just uh, confirms the insecurity I felt yeah. that it's because yeah. of my language. Yeah. And so and, 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 and yeah, when we have those insecurities and we hear any type of feedback
0: from the outside world, it just confirms it and it feels like yeah. this is true, like this is the
5: reality, and then we behave according to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I wasn't good enough. My English was never going to be good enough for me. Okay. And yeah, I found my first job, and my boss told me he. Look at my communication skills, he liked that. Even though I didn't have the field experience in digital marketing, uh, email marketing particularly, but he hired me for my communication skills. That really boosted my confidence. Yeah, This is such a good
0: point because for a lot of people who are afraid to apply for jobs when they think, oh, my English is not good enough, Um, they have to remember that people are looking for people with skills and with good personality and communication skills. And it's not like people are not going to disregard you because (coughs) you make mistakes or you sound a certain
5: way. Yeah. And fast forward, last year I changed my career from the creative field to project management field in marketing technology in a much bigger company, a global company. And again, they lacked my communication skills over my technical skills because I didn't have project management certification or background in college. Okay, so yeah. let's
0: uh, let's move on to Rosario, and I'm going to come back to you to hear about what happened to you with, over the last. Let's say a few months or six months, and 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 over in how it was in the job. But for now, let's (laughs) thank you, Mushyang, and we're gonna come back to you. And Rosario, you're next. So hi,
3: hi, hi, Hadar. I'm so excited to be here today with you, and I'm honored to to be invited to share my story. A thousand thanks. (laughs) Thank you for
4: being here.
3: Yeah, I hope I can also help some. Of, uh that are watching this live to make the right decision uh, but first let me introduce myself i'm rosario from italy i work as a software engineer in a company located in my hometown and i'm 43 years old um, i have a bunch of hobbies and passions like traveling uh, first of all, <laughs> photography, yeah. music, arts in general, and last but not least, the English, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, well, um, about my story, I started studying this lovely language at school when I was when I was young. And you know, at school they um, usually work on uh, grammar rules and few common sentences, and that's it. So uh, after I used my English for, a, how can I say, a kind of uh, business English for mm-hmm. my job, and without going into depth, and. So let me say that the real English um, has been locked in my drawer for, Mm -hmm. (laughs) how can I say, many, many years. And um, well, then the last summer in the 2022, I spent, as I usually used to do, um, some days abroad. And that time was in Sweden, I had a lovely time there with my family, with my friends, and I I'll never forgot that moment. Um, it was during a dinner. Um and there were some people there that spoke only Sweden and English. Now I don't know any words of Sweden. So <laughs> I had to talk yes, in English.
0: You never know what's gonna happen next. Yeah, year. yeah sure. <laughs> For, now, yeah. <laughs> For now not.
3: So um, i had no possibility i I had to speak in english so uh, i said to myself "Um, what's the problem i can do it and i start to to speak in english and after a few minutes i stopped because because i don't have the confidence i um i'm gonna say i have a lot of things to say but um uh, thought didn't come in mind so um uh, so, uh, I usually used to translate sentences before to talk. So, uh, I was, uh, okay, the feeling was one of anger rather than mm-hmm. shame. I was frustrated, furious with myself because I I said, I'm I learned English for so many years. For what? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not able to speak. So, when I came back, uh, when I came back at home in September, I started to, uh, to take some, um, lesson, private lessons. Um, fortunately, um, I had the possibility to have free lessons with, uh, some teachers, but it doesn't work because we have limited speaking time. Yeah. And so it was
0: like a group session, a small group session
3: yes and but the teacher only uh, introduced the topic and mm. that's it we had just five ten minutes and, and enough yeah <laughs> so um uh, i decided to um, sign it up to in some languages exchanges up uh, famous and i start to speak with many people but it doesn't work again because the 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 thing is that the the environment um, uh, it was not safe. I I'm I, I was not able to express myself as I as I wanted.
0: Why do you think that is important? Like, what, why does it matter where you what your environment is like? How why should it affect your fluency?
3: Yeah, first of all, when you are in a safe environment, you can share with. Uh, I'm gonna say with any fear, your your thought without mm-hmm. um, uh, thinking that some people are judging you or things like that. Mm-hmm. I always felt at home in New Sound, <laughs> so mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But um, so uh, the thing is. Uh, at certain point, I decided to to give up with my English. Mm-hmm. When uh, while I I was searching for some stuff for related to my job, I discovered a video uh, from Hadar about the shadowing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I discovered this word, this this, this technique, and I was um, looking for uh, the right way to do it, and. I listened to um, this video um, and at the beginning. I don't remember the exact words that you used, Hadar. Um, if, um, uh, if at a certain point, you said, if you are new to my channel, then hello, I'm non-native speaker. Non-native what? <laughs> you inspired me a lot because I said, OK, non-native speaker, so I, I can do it. So I can try. Wow. I, ca- I can give it a try again. And uh, so I um, uh, joined uh, the influency, free influency community, and I recorded my first video with an Italian strong accent. <laughs> I felt like a robot, but I was determined this time to uh, to embrace my my problem and to start again with my English.
0: Mm.
3: And. Um I'm
0: so happy that you found your uh your motivation back and inspired got inspired to get back yeah, on track. it.
3: It was it was anger, it, not shame it I was really furious with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I decided to to give it a, a try and if you want I can continue or yeah. And just so maybe, them. yeah,
0: maybe we will we will when we talk about the transformation. And Alessandra here has a question for you, so we can come back later and and talk about sure. the the transformation. Um, but thank you and and thank you for sharing with us thank your you. background story, <laughs> Rosario. Uh, and now let's let's move over to Luciana.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Hadar. Thank you so much Hi. for inviting me. To tell my story. It's an honor to be here among the, the successful people and uh, to introduce myself. I am Luciana, Brazilian, but I live in Portugal since the beginning of 2019. So I live in a non speaking country. I'm married. My husband is Brazilian as well. I have a cat, she's Portuguese, so I don't need to speak in English with her. <laughs> But I use in a daily basis, almost in a daily basis, in my job. But um, um, I needed to, to improve my English to get this job because I was working. I work as a UX designer remotely and I was working here in Portugal and I wanted to grow in my career. And even in Portugal, they look for people that speak English fluently. And in Mm -hmm. the interview, I could speak uh, like fluently because I uh, memorized the text that I needed to say in the interview. But then in the meetings, I couldn't. So in the beginning of the last year, I got a job in the U.S. as a freelancer, and they had meetings on a daily basis. And I got really scared because I couldn't even understand that my listening skill was not good at that time. And I needed to go to meetings every day, and oh my God, I can't, and then I felt panicked. I felt ashamed, and I felt like an imposter. I thought, I don't deserve this job. I can't understand them, and I can't speak. So I avoid the speaking. I tried to communicate only by writing. And then um, I didn't continue on that job because um, there were other reasons. The manager of the design team was too toxic. So all the design, design team quit. Wow. But I had some kind of push at that time, that uh, some kind of click that said, you need to improve your English if you want a better career, if you want to grow, if you want a better job, if you want to be yourself and speak when you need to speak. But um, at that time, I thought, oh, my pronunci- pronunciation is terrible, I feel ashamed, I, I can't practice because I, I feel ashamed, I, I felt so blocked. And I started to looking for programs, and I, like Rosario, I found some group uh, classes, but it was only 10 minutes with, uh, with a topic, and I didn't uh, got any progress that, uh, in that way. So one day I was looking for videos in YouTube and I found a video of you about pronunciation. It was about August last year, so I I think it was almost starting this sound, but I couldn't join at that time. But when I knew that you were a non-native, I was so, wow. But with this pronunciation, really, and I think her language is even harder than mine because it's another alphabet, a a different sound. So let's see. And then I subscribed, I binge-watched, I subscribed to the podcast, and I thought, I I need this, I need to, to invest in this. And when I have the opportunity, I will join the sound. So, yeah, this is a summary
0: of my story. And luckily you did last May. Uh, No, uh, March, that was.
1: March, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Amazing. I love what you said about, you know, having that aha moment where you said, you know, maybe I don't have to improve my English now. No one's demanding me to do it, but I know for my own personal development. And just for yourself to know that you did it, like Rosario that said, you know, I was just Angry with myself, so I needed to prove to myself that I can do this, and this is why you said, "Okay, this is when I'm gonna take take clear action and start doing something." I and 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 I appreciate that because I do think that English is not the end goal; it's just a tool for you to get a better to to create better circumstances for yourself, better opportunities, you know, a better job, a promotion, and so on and so forth. So. Um, so, I think developing a language is very much like developing, a, like any type of personal or professional development. It goes beyond just like the language skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Luciana. And we're going to move to Sheena. Hello, Hadar. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm good.
6: Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's such thank a great honor here. and an opportunity because this is my. First ever interview on live. So
0: <laughs> thank you so much. I'm I'm very, very happy to talk to you here today and for people to hear your story. So tell us a bit about you and, and uh what what made you decide to start working on your English?
6: Yes, absolutely. So my name is Sheena. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. From- I'm sorry, mm-hmm. okay.
0: You can go Go ahead. I'm going to change my camera just a sec. There it is. Okay. Yes, I'm listening. Yes.
6: So hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Sheena. I'm originally from the Philippines, but I've been living in the U.S. for almost eight years now. Um, I'm also a mother of two kids and a stay at home mom. And I am very, very passionate about learning English. Um, I would say that this all started when I discovered Hatar on YouTube about 10 months ago Um, but I also want to say that my English journey was a tough one Mm. it felt like a big challenge for me that I couldn't overcome because I was never I I was never exposed to English when I when I was growing up Uh, my family and even the people around our neighborhood couldn't speak English at all so and aside from that, aside from that, like I got bullied in school and f- learning English was definitely a challenge one for me. Wow. Yes. And then fast forward to, you know, like after college, I kind of decided to take a leap of faith and move to the U.S. because I just want to prove myself to, to try to live independently and to experience all the things that i've never experienced before when i was growing up but i was never prepared about learning the language i thought that i will be fine having just a basic english but when i first came to the us i was so scared you know it took me a while to to find a job that i really liked and yeah and it was a it was definitely a big big struggle for me um i remember I um, applied for a front desk position and, you know, it requires a lot of speaking and being able to help the guest with any of their questions and inquiries and anything else. And I came up with a with like a silly idea of memorizing a lot of scripts just so Mm -hmm. I can survive working because I only had basic English. And for me, it worked
0: really well, you know. But it's a very resourceful, you know, solution. Yes, that gets you like quick results in the short in short term. But it's not. It doesn't solve the the root problem.
6: No, not at all. Because um, whenever like I put on the spot and people would ask me some personal questions, even the easiest questions, like I tend to freeze and like, oh my god, yeah. I don't know what to say. If you know, and when people would ask me like, how are you doing? How is your day? I'm like. I don't know. Like but if you ask me about work work related stuff like I can answer anything that you want to know. So that was my biggest struggle. And um and I would say that the biggest or the um the most significant turning point in my life was when I became a mother and um when I discovered you on YouTube. Um because it it happened last November. Um it was like 3 weeks before Thanksgiving and my husband came to me and told me that hey, we're going to spend Thanksgiving with my family. And, you know, I don't really like social gatherings because of my English. Like, I know that um, whenever I attend, you know, celebrations like that, like I'm always alone or like mm. it would ask me questions and I just end up embarrassing myself because I don't know how to express myself. I have a very limited English. But since I'm already a stay-at-home mom, like I couldn't find a way to 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 refuse to not to go, you know, and um, so that was my turning point in my life, and I saw that my kids were very excited to be with my family. So I'm like, you know, I really need to do something about myself. I really needed to change, and um, and then all of a sudden, like, I just started imagining the person I want to become, mm-hmm. and um, and that's when I realized that I just want to be confident when speaking with anyone that's all I ever wanted you know being able to express freely and and so I was like okay let me just look for some strategies on YouTube on how I can you know like improve my communication skills but then when I discovered you I was like you just gave me more than what I asked for Mm. it's like you know like a complete pack like you've also created an you know like a positive impact in my mindset and my confidence not just with my speaking because i already was able to overcome that but you also helped me work through with my mindset and with my confidence and since then like since last year of november up until now i'm still like deeply in love with learning english and oh, yeah wow. I, I always look forward to every day <laughs> yeah
0: you know, I think I think it's so important to be able to enjoy the process because yes. um, all of you shared here an experience of learning English, but not really enjoying it, not seeing progress. And I think that when you don't enjoy something and when you feel like it's not helping you, you also just don't learn. Your brain is like, choop, you know, right. walks down and, and then it's, it's really hard to... To be flexible and, you know, elastic and, 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 and to, to be able to take what you learn and put it into practice. Also, you don't want to waste your time being, you know, annoyed with things you need to do. So I love it that you found joy in learning English. Um, beautiful. So um, we're going to continue and then I'm going to come back to you. And, and I want later for ev- each of you to tell us what was your biggest Um, moment of transformation, like what would mostly help your work. But uh, for now, let's say hi to Fred Silva. Hi.
2: Hey, how are you? Hey, guys.
0: I'm good. It's good to see you again. So, you know, I'm interviewing you the second time, actually. um, Yeah. In in different contexts. So it's beautiful to see you. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you for the opportunity to be here to share a little bit about my experience. And, uh, yeah, it's the second time uh, you interviewed me, I interviewed you as well. So for me, it was, wow, It's uh, was a great time. I really loved that conversations. And I think people uh, love it too. So I'm happy with the result of that because, you know, you have like a, a charisma that, I don't know, that people get uh, attracted by you because you are, <laughs> the way you talk, it's like very powerful and people get like so comfortable hearing oh, you. you so I think this is one of the reason I, I decided to become your student uh last few, few months ago and speaking a little bit about me uh, I'm Fred Silva I'm from Brazil I've never been in an English speaking country yet but it's one of my dreams I want to go one day and I'm entrepreneur I am in the digital marketing field so I am the a digital marketer and I start to study English in the end of 2018. Uh, I start to you know look for content on the internet, look for courses. And in 2019, I I started a, a course, a, an online course, and because I want to focus, I want to focus in my speaking skills. I am the person that I like to focus in one thing at the time. So I decided to focus bef- before to focus in my speaking skills because I want to talk. I want to talk in English. Because I was very shy, very, you know, I was, I'm confident now, but before I was like a disaster. I I couldn't (laughs) speak (laughs) even in my own language, but imagine in English. (laughs) And then I started a course and I I started to develop this skill to speak in English. And I noticed that I I was good to helping people to, you know, to encourage them to, to improve. Because I was doing something, I was challenging myself. And I challenge other people to do the same, and people are getting so uh, good results. And then I start to think, okay, it's good to motivate people to help people to improve yeah. and everything. And in January first, I start a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel. I start a, a podcast on YouTube just to help people to gain confidence to speak in English. And when I start to do this, I. Every time when I was uh, watching a video, my videos, like because I I need to reveal everything uh, after the edition, I got like, "Mm, my pronunciation is not good. Uh, I start to doubt myself because, you know, Mm -hmm. I am so confident, but my pronunciation makes me less confident. And then I start to think, okay, I need to do something here because my pronunciation is not good as I want. And. I thought who is the best teacher to teach me pronunciation and I remember you because uh, a good friend told me about you uh, a few years before and I started to to watch your videos and, and everything and I need to say that the first time I saw your your video I I didn't know that you are not from the US mm-hmm. I saw you on in Israel but I thought you are an American that lives abroad so I got like when, I, when you said I'm non non native I'm, I'm English speaker, I got like, wow, this <laughs> is awesome. So, and then I, I thought one day I will, uh, I will study with this lady because she's great. And then when, I remember that when I, when I thought about my pronunciation. And then I said, OK, I don't know how much it will cost. I don't know if it's cheap or not, but I will study with, with Hadar because I think it will help me so much improve my pronunciation. And yeah uh the the rest is history I became a student I am hap- happy with the result because every time when I was trying to say words like big words long words or uh, words that are are tricky for me like uh with uh with the the cluster r and l something I got like mm that's not good uh I was shame when I hear myself saying that word because of this uh you know I start to be less confident because of, of my pronunciation yeah. in you know in few words or something so and yeah that's it uh and I need to say that I was I need to say thank you for uh, for my friend that uh introduced uh, I know I need you to, to me
0: your <laughs> because <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it, it was it was great so and that's it <laughs> I this is a little bit about my story
0: wow and I think um w- you know, it's, it's very clear, especially when you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, when you're constantly confronted or you have a lot of meetings, let's say, maybe you need to watch them or you tend to record yourself like it's it's a fantastic way to measure your progress, but also yeah. it's like a reflection on all the things that are going well, but also all the things that are not going well, which is, you know, this is why I think you have this high awareness around what needs to change. Um, and good. And I think because you deal with the language and you know, talk about the language, this journey for you was even more than just about pronunciation, but also to explore what it means really to transform one's English and what is needed. Because, you know, obviously it's something that is very close to your heart. So I'm glad that you found it um, helpful. Uh, okay. Yeah, so and the, mm-hmm.
2: and the passion about English just grow because... As yeah. much you improve your English, you get so much more passionate about it. I think it's... Yeah, uh, yeah I love that this language. I, I usually say that Spanish was the language that I loved the most, but I changed my mind after, <laughs> after <laughs> I decided, you know, to, to start to work with, with this. And uh, yeah, for me right now, English is my passion. I really love Don't it. Don't worry,
0: we won't tell Spanish that you have a new okay. person. <laughs> <We
2: won't
0: tell. laughs> Okay, so uh, next we have our lovely Antonina. Hello, last but not least. How are you doing, my dear?
4: Hi, hi, thank you. I'm doing great. So yeah, Uh, hi, Hadar. How? Hi, everyone. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Again,
4: it's like, as everyone said, it's nice to be here. I'm also slightly nervous because it's my, my, well, maybe first time speaking in front of so many people and then it's in English, which is like, yay, (laughs) the first time (laughs) I'm getting interviewed. Even more so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, so my name is Antonina, I'm originally from U.S., uh, from U.S., oh my God, originally I'm from <laughs> Ukraine, but I've lived That's in the United same. States yeah, for almost 16 years now, and I'm actually a tutor of English, but my relationships with English, like the complicated ones, uh, because I actually studied in um, specialized school, and my school was specialized on language, language. learning, but the target language was language. Spanish. Mm. and i sort of like you know i i had a very good grades in spanish and i perceived myself as like successful language learner it's what i wanted to do i wanted to study languages because i felt that i'm good at it and i felt like proud of it and then i graduated my school from my school and i had to go to college and i need english not spanish no one needs spanish you need to go to work you need english and then i study studying start studying english and it's like completely messy and nothing works out and i'm talking like you know ukraine about like 20 years ago so we are talking like basically no internet you don't have internet at home it's good if you have computer at home there are no online classes (laughs) there's nothing and a lot of the education of english it's like you know you open a grammar book And you start like cramming it and you do the exercise and nothing moves and you spend hours it because you need it, you need it for the university, for the college. And it's like, you know, the only thing that I struggled with in college was the English. I just couldn't get it. I went to like the classes, like the actual class where you go and you talk to English and like, you know, I completed the course. I still don't get English. I started working, mm-hmm. I got to the company, and my company, it's like a large international company. We have office in the Great Britain. And I received that call from the Great Britain, and I get someone speaking English on the other end, and, and I understand nothing. <laughs>
0: like, what why do you why do you think that is, Antonina? Like uh, so you're not the first one saying here that like I learned English and then I you know w- went
4: out into the world and I felt like I was—I knew nothing. Why do you think that is? I think like my actual, like I think a lot of it was a problem the way we studied English in Ukraine, where it was a lot about grammar. It was a lot about translation. It was very little about speaking. You have a class yeah. of like 30 people. Almost no one has an opportunity to talk. Half of the lesson of English is like in Ukrainian, most of it, right? And yeah. you just don't hear people. You don't understand how to like perceive, how to understand spoken English. And then, of course, you are afraid to speak and you start speaking and people don't understand you uh, because we never learned proper sounds. We just substituted Ukrainian sounds, <laughs> whatever worked best. Right. Pronunciation and, was not even, you know. And then you just hit that wall where, like, the person is speaking. You don't understand them. You're trying to say something. They don't understand you. Yeah. And I got married, and my husband got a job offer, and we moved to the U.S. And originally, it was, like, for the first three years. And, again, I arrived. So my husband went ahead, and I arrived to the airport on my own. And I basically, like, I don't understand anything, like my Spanish helped me more because back then wow. in Chicago, some of the, like, some of the signs were in Spanish, there was like some translation, something in Spanish, and I, I used more Spanish than English to get through, and I remember going to the stores, like, you know, to the simple grocery store, and what they ask you, like, do you need the bag, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't speak English, that was it, I just couldn't even say if I need the bag or not, I was wow. so terrified. We people would ask me for directions on the street because, well, back then people didn't have smartphones with the map and people occasionally would ask you for directions. Yeah. And I again would say, I'm sorry, I don't speak English, even if I understood people uh, because, right, I understand what they're asking for. And I could probably say that you need to go like through the head to turn right or something. But I was terrified that they won't understand me anyway. There's like no point. They won't get it. And actually like going to the, taking the English second language class in the United States, it helped me a lot. And it was a very different experience where you actually hear people speaking in English. And it helped me a lot. Also, it's like, you know, internet in US was way more affordable. You like get online, you start to see uh, stuff in English. And things moved very fast for me from that point. But the only issue was that my teacher on that sec, like class, she said, like, guys, you are too old at the moment. You will never get rid of your accent. So you sh- just forget about it. And that's what I've done. I like forgot about it. It made my life yeah. easier. But again, what I was doing for like 15 years or so, while I felt that I'm fluent in English, I can understand everyone. Yes, people occasionally have trouble understanding me, but it's like, well, I have an accent. What can I do? There is nothing that can be done about it. And I just like, yeah, I just kept substituting the sounds, just using Ukrainian sounds and were like, the way I could. And uh, then like when I, but I, at this point, I started loving English because like the, the process like of learning changed a lot. I went from like totally hating it and being frustrated to the point where, wow, I like how people learn English differently. I like learning through listening, through talking. Uh, And I have to admit that I had to like, you know, while people put too much, like sort of like expect too much from living in the English speaking country. Mm-hmm. But if you are like Sheena, who was like a stay-at-home mom, or in my case, I had some chronic health issues, so for a while I was like just stuck at home, and the only people I could speak in English were my doctors, it doesn't give you that much, like, you know, you, you can have like all the English surrounding you. Yeah. <laughs> if you stay at home and talk to your husband in your native language, you don't get much.
0: And sometimes I have students who have been living in the U.S. for 16, 17 years, but they live in communities where the entire community is in, a, in a, a different language than English, and there is no need, you know. So there isn't nothing really pushes them to get out of their comfort zone and to go out even out of the community because that even more that's even more challenging, even beyond the language, right? So you're absolutely right. Living in the U.S. doesn't necessarily guarantee now, okay fluency for all you know because you still have to work hard for it
4: but still like you know i got some level of english where i was already proud of myself and i decided that i want other people to help other people to learn english so i slowly enrolled into like getting like becoming a tutor and i started helping other people uh, and that's when I went Like, also I started like looking a lot online at other teachers At like how do people teach that's when I found you and that's when I realized okay so there is something that can be done to you ex- <laughs> after <laughs> 13 years old <laughs> and that's when I realized still like how much I have yet to learn and mm-hmm. I have to admit that even though I came to the new sound believing that I already know a lot at some point I got terrified by how much there is for me to learn. Yeah. 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 So that yeah. was like scary. <laughs> OK, so,
0: OK, we'll keep people uh, in suspense, wanting like wanting to know how you dealt with that fear. And I'm going to move on to the next question I have for you. And, China, we're going to start with you, because I know you only have ten minutes where you can share your stories and then we're going to go to Mu Xiang. But <clears throat> You know, in general, for everyone watching this who don't know what New Sound is about, so all of uh, all of these beautiful people are for, are New Sound students. Some of them are in Beyond as well, but New Sound is the program that we're going to talk about today. And it has three major elements that work together. And one of them is really like simplifying pronunciation, understanding pronunciation in depth. And within pronunciation, I include prosody, intonation, rhythm, stress, and of course all the key sounds of English. Prioritizing your sounds and practicing effectively. But also we put a lot of emphasis on confidence and mindset work. So transforming how you think about English and your attitudes towards English, towards your practice, how you learn, how you think about yourself in English. And then the last part is community and coaching, which is something that is also a dominant aspect. Um, as you can see, you know, the and, and they can tell you the community has been a big part in, in their journey. They've been very open. Um, in conversation groups, in live videos, and also being a part of the coaching sessions. So I have worked individually with all of you guys in inside of New Sound. So these three elements are the core uh, pillars of New Sound. So I want to hear from you what has been the most transformative aspect for you. So Sheena, you're, we're going to start with you. And how has that helped you get to where you are today?
6: Um. I think for me, the most important aspect that I've learned in New Sound was learning about prosody, especially the reduction. Because mm. I'm not sure if everyone is familiar with it, but with with this term. But um, when I first came to the US, like I said, like I had a very basic English. And whenever I hear native speakers speak really fast, I feel like they're just swallowing their tongue for some reason. I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? And when um I've learned about this um in New Sound, I'm like, oh okay, so this is where it's coming from. They just re- like to reduce a lot of words, and that make it really fast for for a lot of people to understand. And and so that's where I kind of focus m- my um myself into like I I try to learn more about. Uh, the reduction of the intonation of words, just so I can sound more natural in English. And at the same time, whenever like I, now that I've learned about all of these things, like whenever I communicate with other native speakers, like it's easier for me to to understand them. You know, like I honestly, back, um, back then, like I used to watch English films with subtitles, but now I don't really need to which nice. I'm really, really, proud of. And whenever I have a conversation with my husband and, you know, or like we're listening to a podcast, like in the car, like I can easily pick up a lot of words because of this, um, yeah, this aspect of English, which is like the reduction in prosody.
0: Which is so interesting because it's like, okay, you know, it's just to sound like a native, but no, it's really to be able to live in the language and understand it better and communicate better and deliver a better message, uh, which is, you know, something that we want, especially if, if English, if we live in English, you know, and, and, and you don't want to not have these, these natural skills that we have in our first language and we do need to learn them in the second language. So it's, it's.
6: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's also good for your listening skills because a lot of times when you're like listening to someone, you try to like, you have this, um, way of like just you know like l- hearing the the distress words but you're not completely knowing the entire yes. sentence and you're like yes. to assume, oh is this what he's trying to say and it creates a lot of misunderstanding and mi- miscommunication because i've experienced it myself with a lot of people and it, it's not good so yeah, about little it,
0: miscommunications that you can yes. you can get past it but it just leaves a like it weighs on you throughout the day so right. it's not something yes. yeah Um, So because, again, you're going to leave in a few minutes, what is your one piece of advice that you would like to give people who were where you were in the past, like people who struggle with, who feel stuck, who are not confident, who don't know what to do next, who feel overwhelmed? What would you tell them? Uh, Um, Well, first of all, my, my advice is to surround yourself
6: with people who brings out the best in you. I mean, having this community... Um, has helped me a lot with my confidence like you know I've even though I've learned English um, growing up like in school like it never really helped me progress or learn a lot about speaking and you know I got bullied and all that but ever since I started you know um, discovering you on YouTube and I found out that you have a community where I can hone and um, practice my English like I took that opportunity to, to yeah. be active, participate in any activities that we do in order to get to where I am now. So yeah, so I definitely, you know, like recommend you guys to be, to surround yourself with people who brings out the best in you and yeah, and reach out. Like if, if you're struggling with, with your pronunciation or with your mindset, like don't hesitate to ask anyone in the community as well, because We we've been through a lot. We share and we help each other. So never ever hesitate to ask for help. And also, like you know, joining a program is definitely something that will help you get better with 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 your English and to achieve your goals. I mean, for me personally, like it's the best decision that I've I've ever made. Even though at first I was a little bit hesitant because Uh I was when I heard that you know your course was somehow. Was focusing on pronunciation. I was like, I'm okay with my pronunciation. Like, it's not perfect, and I know that I can get better. But I'm like, I just want to get better with my communication skills. That's all I ever wanted. But when I joined your 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 program, like, I've learned so many things that I've never heard before, and it just transformed me into some someone like into someone who can be a very confident in English in speaking wow. in English. Yes. So, so yeah, that's my advice to everyone.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Surround yourself with a community and yes. don't be afraid to ask for help. Like I take these two things. And of course, you know, if you want to uh, join a program that supports you and can take you hand by, by the hand, step-by-step step, yes. and show you the way. Absolutely. Uh, Sheena, thank you so, so much for, for being here. I know that you might stay with us, but um, I'm, you know, we're, I, I'm not sure you're going to be able to talk. So I just want to say thank you so much. For- yes,
6: absolutely. I will be here. I'll be watching you guys, listening to each one of you. But thank you so much for this opportunity, Hadar. I will never forget this moment. And yes, have thank a great you, day, guys.
0: You, thank you. So, much, <laughs> thank you. Um, <clears throat> so now uh, we're going to move to Muxiang. And Mu Xiang, what what has been most instrumental for you in terms of the elements that we talked about?
5: Thank you Hoda, uh, I want to add a little bit because only I didn't uh, explain why I joined your program, how yes. I found your, your, your program, <laughs> I, I got carried away and the uh, last year I was in a program, it's called a storytelling program and a teacher was talking to me when I said I wanted to create a strong connection with people. She couldn't understand me clearly. She said, mm-hmm. what, Collection? connection? Connection? Mm-hmm. See, they're very close. Yeah. Then I, one more time, just uh, confirmed mm-hmm. that I needed to work on my L and the N sounds. And also, if I only think about communicating with friends and family, it's okay, my English was good enough. But if I want to advance my career as a leader, apparently, I was very passionate about leadership. I felt that I needed to improve my English, even if the nuances that are so small people may not notice most of the time, but I noticed it yeah. affected my uh, confidence. So In early this year, our company, my new company uh, encouraged us to find some courses that would help us to gain our uh, skills to better uh, uh, perform our job at work. And uh, then I was searching, I found another program which was also doing uh, accent reduction. But right before I signing up for that course, I discovered you on YouTube, and Look I at just that. followed. <laughs> I just followed your. I, I in fact I got that program approved, <laughs> and then I found you and I followed your YouTube for a few days. And then you opened your uh, free week class. Mm. I just followed you and. Uh, your approach, your way of teaching, and your view of everything just resonated with me so much. And I immediately, I just wanted to sign up for your class. I couldn't wait for your program (laughs) to open. And I was wondering, what's the new sound that really plays the magic on people? So that's how I signed up for the course. And I want to also utilize this opportunity to thank my employer for supporting me to taking this type of courses. Yeah, Um, because if just by myself uh, with my husbands around there, with uh, my native English speakers around me, perhaps it may not be the action I would take take right away, but my employer supported that, and I am very, very grateful. So after I joined your program, I want to say it's it's really more than I could expect. I simply wanted to improve a few sounds that affected my clarity in my Danish speeches. However, I learned so much it made me so much more confident mm. because now I have become a coach of my own. I know my English is still not perfect, but I know how to correct it. That's Amazing. very important because before joining your program, uh, my family has been teaching me one word. It's the uh, word. They couldn't make me to pronounce it. For years,
0: literally, I was I didn't frustrated. Know this story, by the way, I didn't
5: know this. Okay, <coughs> they couldn't make me to pronounce word, work, world, in Look years. Look at you now. I know I was like so frustrated too, but mm-hmm. over time I realized that maybe not only L and N affected my pronunciation. Mm-hmm. The R sounds and the other sounds and you ta- taught us overall improved me improved my English. So now I have this set of tools, not only this uh, individual sounds, also the prosody which I had never heard of before yeah. the program. I thought that even that word itself is beautiful. And mm-hmm. also when you taught us how to use our sound, how to do uh, how to uh, make the rhythm. It just made the language so much more beautiful. I have been passionate about this language. I have been passionate about improving my public speaking skills and language skills for a long time. And I thought I couldn't have the chances to reach to the level of a native English speaker until I found you. I thought I could do that. How the students could do that, why I couldn't do it. Right. So that's why I'm here. I uh, The strongest part is I felt like I have the full set of tools I can use to coach myself in my future pr- practice. And I'm now able to teach a lot of my friends and to spot their issues and I know how to help them fix their Pronunciation, uh, pronunciation issues. Yeah, and as public speaking as my hobby, I think this is a very, very important.
0: I think with everything, and thank you for saying that because this was very, mu- very intentional. Like we really wanted our students not just to get feedback from us, even though you guys do, but to be able to understand deeply. What is going on, right? Like if you are mispronouncing something, if there is a challenge to understand why that is and how to fix it without having to have someone tell you that because then you have the freedom to do it on your own because you will not always have a coach next to you telling you yes, no, maybe, right? And you need to be able to detect it with your ears. And for that, there is like a very special training that we do in the process that we do to help you become a coach of your own. And I I love it that you... Uh, that this is what you took from it, because I, I agree, especially as a public speaker, being able to review your work, give yourself feedback, and improve on it is
5: is the secret to everything, really. Yes. You know. Yeah. So. Amazing. Yeah, as many of you already noticed, I'm surrounded by native English speakers. I really don't have a an issue of practicing like many students uh, for non-native english speaker students do but my uh, native english speaker uh family and friends they can speak perfectly they how they know how to make their sounds but they can't help me how to make the sounds like yeah i like, I thought I was doing the same thing that they are doing, but in yeah. the end, it's different. I just couldn't yeah, so produce the sound that
0: they someone produce. Who is not, someone who's not trained doesn't have the tools to explain how to do it in a certain way. Yes. That's one thing. And also speaking more doesn't get so more, quantity doesn't guarantee quality. If you're trying to change yes. something, you need to know what to focus on to change it. And then repeat it. But if you keep repeating old habits and old patterns, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to change. I mean, you might improve other things the more you speak, but it doesn't change those basic things that you were struggling
5: with. Yeah. Okay. So, other than, um, other than yeah. the confidence, I want to just quickly uh, add to it is recently I already noticed my pronunciation in the R's and in those uh, challenging sounds like a were, those sounds I already could. How I already implemented those sounds into my daily speeches, and but also the also... ends and the L's I've
0: noticed because I know that we yeah. worked on it together. So I've, yeah. I've noticed today when you spoke that you're a lot more conscious of the ends and L's. So that's a, yes. a huge process.
5: Yes, it's my lifetime challenge, and you <laughs> resolved it for me. I can't thank you enough, Harada. Thank you so much. Thank I'm you, so well it's all for you
0: me. it's all you who did the work, but I'm glad that I was able to be there for you um you. so so Rosario, what was for you what was um something that was significant in your journey and helped you reach a breakthrough
3: oh, okay uh, well, first of all, I discovered um the intentional practice because mm-hmm. before i uh, I wasn't aware about the sound. And when you practice with intentionally, um, you can start to uh, listen to your um, uh, your changing in the changing in your speech. I I, I mean, um, for example, uh, at the beginning, um, I I put my um, my goal. My goal was to um, to be able to understand native speakers from. I don't know, TV, uh, movie series with an understanding average of, mm, you helped me in that uh, 80%. <laughs> and um, I discovered that in uh, intentional practice helped me to uh, to reach this goal. Because wow. uh, the thing is, you when you become aware of the sound that you uh, can pronounce, at the same time, you can recognize this pattern when you listen to to yeah. it to them, sorry, and so I started to understand um, movies without captions. It was a kind of magic, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also uh, I start to I'm um, uh, listen to music um, and understanding lyrics, and yeah. before never happened that. Wow. Yeah, I,
0: mm, it's kind of like your brain was all of a sudden open and chill and relaxed and ready to understand. Yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. Yeah. And not
0: not angry anymore.
3: I, I, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have, I have a fun fact, as Sheldon used to say in Big Bang Theory. Uh, one one night, um, I had a dream. It was um, uh, not just a dream. It was um, uh, rather than an, a nightmare. <laughs> I was scared because it it was so, so dark around me. And um, but, but I was happy because I was talking with someone. I was talking with this guy. I don't remember the exact content of this <laughs> nightmare. I was talking in English. I had my first <laughs> dream in English. So uh, the, the day after, I woke up and I started jumping in my bedroom. My wife asked me what, what, what happened and, and, and no, no, nothing, don't worry. <laughs> and I was so excited because I uh, I understood that I was doing the right uh, work. Uh, I was in the right place uh, with right people. And my advice is to put some fun in, in the learning process. There are benches of studies that says that if you um put your uh, how can i say um the harmony the um, the fun in uh, what you what you do you can learn better and so this is what happened to me when i uh, was surrounded with these amazing people antonina luciana and the other new sounders uh, we also had. Um, I discovered you a secret. I, I I want to say you that we have a, a group, a group in WhatsApp, and we mm-hmm. share our lives with photos and, and, mm. and we talk about our journey in English because um, English um, it's something that um, uh, can that we. Um, continue to practice every day and even uh, outside of New Sound. Yeah, so um, New Sound was the
0: lifestyle, you know, it's like you change the way you. you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, English is part of your life all of a sudden.
3: I also um, I remember at the beginning I um, built a strong a strong practice. Uh, uh, I remember. Uh, I start to practice every day, uh, drilling sound uh, in in every place. Uh, I remember I was at the post office and I start to move my my jaw, looking for the right mm-hmm. position for the R sound. If you remember, <laughs> I I, I so also up. I also asked <laughs> and hot seat with you for yeah, yeah, yeah. for the R sound. It that was, was funny
0: the A ah and the. Er, that was challenging exactly obviously. my
3: my yeah. yeah of course i'm still struggling with with them but now it's better i have um a different r um and my the quality of my r i i i think that is better than before and yeah people maybe started thinking i was weird and crazy but <laughs> It was funny. It was funny. I I remember one a day. I was in a, in the park alone, and some dogs start to barkling because I was making this sound <laughs> or
0: <laughs>
3: looking for my
0: trigger the dogs.
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, I want to say that. Um, uh, if you are scared for example n- another thing at the beginning i was scared about my family and job commitments and mm. but with just 20 30 minutes a day i uh, i reached my goal wow uh, of course some days uh, you can practice more some days not it depends but if you um, practice on a daily basis even for 10 minutes, uh, it's better than practice for, um, let me say, one day a week. So yeah. this is so the three most hours, important right? lesson. Better
0: to do it 10 minutes a day than three hours once And then three hours,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Hours. Uh, once in two weeks and that's it.
3: Absolutely. And yeah. this is the most important lessons that I yeah. learned here.
0: You know, I because uh, Rosario used to share his um, his practice with us in the group, and you know, you updated us in the coaching sessions. And I think that you are very, very diligent with your practice. And I'm happy to hear that this is your biggest takeaway from the program, the intentional practice and how you were able to make changes, you know, through those daily exercises and and and, and studies that you did. So I love that, um, and I do think that intentional practice is what takes theory into reality, right? Like this is what helps you minimize the gap between all the things that you know and what you're actually able to use. This is the secret. Um, Good. We're gonna come back to hear your one piece of advice, but for now we're gonna go to Luciana and see what what was the most meaningful element in her journey um, inside New Sound.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking what made me so engaged in New Sound that didn't, made me engage before because i tried other programs and i tried to practice with apps because there are many apps to practice pronunciation now but i couldn't get engaged or motivated so i think it's because uh, in in new sound we create a habit and we work Mm -hmm. in this in creating habits so this uh, practice can fit our schedule like was ever said can be 30 minutes or sometimes 10 minutes, but we can fit in our schedule and make it every day. So it became a habit Uh, if I don't practice, I feel, oops, something is missing today. And another thing is that the practice, uh, uh, the lessons and challenges are fun. So, um, by the way, the challenges, the people in New Zealand and beyond see me hosting sessions, recording podcasts, or even recording sketches, and they think that's uh, my that favorite I thing ever <laughs> now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have always been like this, but no, I don't do this in my native language. I started it now because New Sound and Beyond have a safe environment where I can feel that it, it's no problem to make mistakes. And I need this. Um, like, when I was learning to drive, I was really scared. But I could only, when I was with my brother, because he allowed me to make mistakes, mm. not that mistakes. But he wasn't angry with me. He was always uh, making me more calm. And then I learned. And in the sound of, I felt this way. I can make mistakes sometimes. I can be myself. I can talk about anything. I feel safe. So I can... And have progress. And another thing that um, was game changer for me is the mindset model because I struggled with speaking even in my native languages. And in Portuguese, I used it to avoid speaking, I was always quiet and hiding myself. And then I remember that I had a hot seat with you, and you said, no changing this mindset, think that people are angered to hear what you have to say. And I wrote that, and every day, I think this in the morning, people want to hear what I have to say. I have voice, voice, has power. We need to use our voice. So those are the things that made all the difference. In in addition to everything that Sheena, Musianga and Rosario already said,
0: that's it. Amazing, thank you, Luciana. Such a such an honor and pleasure having you as a student. Um, thank you. And and Fred, what was it about you? I guess mainly the pronunciation work.
2: Yeah. Uh, the first thing I need to say about the program and about what makes me happy about the program is the fact that I I noticed one thing just in the beginning of the of the course when you said when you said Uh, pronunciation is a habit you need to work as a habit because i didn't thought about that before and you know i was speaking the way i i know i knew however some words i was like missing some you know the end in the in the, the d in the end of words the r and l i was like and then i noticed that i was not pronouncing that words uh correctly because I didn't have the habit to, to do it. For example, the, the word "world" for me was terrible. I I couldn't say, and I I, I use it a lot, but every time when I when I speak uh, when I said that word was not in a good way. And you know, I noticed that is because I didn't have the habit to do it. Because in yeah. my own language, I don't have it. In Portuguese, we don't have this this cluster. Uh, and then I noticed, okay, uh, it's a habit. I need to work in. In this respect, and and make the this you know these words like a habit I need, I need to to use more more as you you usually say you need to put this in your active vocabulary so i start to do that and uh, it works very well for me i i start to notice that every time when i use that word okay it's getting better it's getting better and it's funny because every time when i use a word properly now that i was i was i was not able to do before, I remind you, I you come to, to your me in my mind and go, oh, okay, Hadar, <laughs> <laughs> teach me that. And I now I, I'm getting I'm improving this aspect of language, of the language. So the first thing I think was a game changer for me was thinking about a pronunciation is a habit. You need to change your habits if you want to change your pronunciation. And the second thing was the hot seats. Uh, during the program for me it was great because we have the chance to uh ask for feedback from you or other coaches which is is great because uh, sometimes we think we are doing properly and we are missing some just something we need just fix a little bit about the sound and then the sound just comes you know it's, it starts to to work work yeah. And it's just because one detail that you are missing. So I think this is really important. And the third thing uh, is about uh, the ambassador sessions. Wow. That for me was like uh, amazing because you have the chance to, you know, meet people from all over the world and you can, you know, change, how can I say, exchange experiences. You can, uh, you know, it's a, I don't know how can I describe this, but it's a, it's really incredible to have those type of sessions with uh, with people that already was in you new know, sound they pass for the same thing you are passing now so you have like uh, extra motivation to yeah. to improve the, this aspect but this is uh,
0: so so the, for those who don't know our ambassadors are old, new sounders who took took the course in the past And now they are helping new news sounders get through the course successfully and they host conversation groups. So we actually have daily conversation groups where you can really meet people from all around the world. And sometimes it's more about the conversation. Sometimes it's about, you know, practicing public speaking, like different sessions with different people. So, yeah, that's that's really like I think it's a part of the community and the support. and, And I'm glad that this was valuable for you
2: a lot a lot i can say that because <laughs> it changed my the way I, I thought about the language and and you know i i had a great time there so i i just love it
0: yeah yeah no it's so important to see that you are in the same boat as everyone else so a lot of the things that you think or you experience or you suffer from is actually the universal experience of the english learner and when you see that first of all you feel not alone you feel safe and supported because you're not gonna you don't, you, you're not afraid that someone's going to make fun of you because you know that they're in exactly in the same place. So it's kind of like you you allow yourself to take your guards down. And when you do, you're more open, you're more vulnerable, and then you're more free because you're not trying to keep yourself safe. And usually when we try to keep ourselves safe when speaking English, we just avoid speaking because then, you know, if we don't speak, we don't make mistakes. But if we let that down, then, you know, there is a whole new person coming out of us and uh, willing to willing to communicate and connect and this is why i think it's so valuable Mm -hmm.
2: somebody said about about uh, the importance to be in a in a community that can support you and i totally believe that because uh if you are in a place that you 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 are allowed to make mistakes you are uh you are free of course you you know you have your your own fears but you're free to expose yourself and in a In a challenge way, and when you notice that yes, I can speak, I can, uh, I can improve. I, I'm doing a great job. People are supporting me. I don't know what happened in our mind, but we, we get so much more uh, good in, in speaking. When, so,
0: yeah, when we surround yourself in a community or a culture where something and a habit or a behavior we want to have is the norm right like let's say in your community no one wants to speak english they make fun of you for practicing your english you're less likely to actually take action and do the intentional practice and all of that but when you're in a community where practicing english speaking about english being open being vulnerable is the norm you're more likely to do all of that. Okay, so before we um, run out of time, I wanna make sure that we get to Antonina and then we get your one piece of advice for everyone. So Antonina, what was the most significant part about New Sound for you?
4: Uh, well, it's like, you know, of course I have my most significant part, but I just wanted to say one thing. I'm afraid that when we like talk about just one most significant part, we don't give it like the due to the program because there are so many like small things which make it like full, which make it what it is. Uh, The thing is that right before enrolling in the new sound, I also went through a different program. It was not an English program, right? I don't want to name it because I don't want to do them a big disservice, but I paid like $600 to be like a part of something, to learn something. And what I got was just a bunch of recorded videos and barely any support from the coaches. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, maybe that's how it is. So when I went to the new sound, And just those first two weeks when they still can't get like your money back. And I'm like, I'm judging mm-hmm. the program for everything. It oh, yeah, yeah. And I was so amazed how different it is, how much support we are getting, how much everything, like how much your team is involved that I actually asked for refund on that other program. I was like, I'm well, sorry, guys. It's not how <laughs> like, you no, be work. Yeah, it could be so <laughs> much better. I love that, that. Yes. While I'm saying that for me, the most important part was like pronunciation and I'm a very meticulous person. I need the details. I need details on everything. I need, like, every single, like, thing. Because, right, there is, like, when we are talking how to pronounce the sound, you go on the internet. You will find, like, 100 videos on how to pronounce the sound. I still could not make it. I could not make it exact. I need to know that I got everything. I need the feedback. I need to know I got it. And your program program gave me that. So when I'm looking at the sound, there are so many, so much advice on how to make it correctly that at least something is going to click for you. Yeah. And uh, but even outside of that, I think that the whole like you feel cared for. You feel that like you know that. People on the other side of that program, they care that you are feeling good, that everything works for you. And if you are in trouble, if you are frustrated, you are getting a lot of help. So I think that's also very important. And for me, one one of the points, so I mentioned that at some point in the program, I started getting frustrated by how much I need to learn. Uh, But I trusted the process. And I always felt like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. But I was just like doing something daily. And then I'm getting like another session with you. And I'm getting feedback. And you are saying like, oh, yeah, it's no longer your top priority. That sound improved. And I'm like, what? I expected, <laughs> I, I expected to work on it for another half a year before I'll get an improvement. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, so it works. So it works. That's like, that's all it I need to the do. Fact, and it
0: works. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like that daily.
4: But if you do the work, it does change. And then you're like, oh. Yeah, nice. and you're just like, I just haven't noticed it. It just it just happened, right? Oh, and, and after that, I was like, okay, so I'm, I got this, so I will get everything else. It will just take a bit of dedicated work with this, but I have the tools, and I got the confidence that I will make it. And even after the new sound, after we finished, right, we got so many tools. Like because to be honest, so much stuff gets unlocked only after you finish the new sound. <laughs> it's yeah,
0: like... it's kind of like you get the entire amount of content. When you're done with new sound,
4: like that's so in... many new shiny toys to play with. Like here's, yeah. feather, and here's like practice toolkit, and I get the I feel that even after the new sound, I still I'm still improvement, and I'm still improving a lot, and I still have like a lot like many tools to work with and to keep improving. So it's not just like you done 90 days and what you got, you got no. There's like so much stuff after. <laughs>
0: I'm so glad that you enjoy that. Yeah, a lot of times our students like they have so much to work through inside the program. They don't even get to the bonuses, but there's like so much there. We really want people to have co- practice materials for years after New Sound, so they'll always have something new and interesting. But it's also, sh- but it also shouldn't be too overwhelming, you know. So you know what to do and all of that. Um. All right. So. Antonina thank you so much for sharing that with us and uh, let's do a one quick round of one piece of advice from each and every one of you to the people watching so Muxiang you go first
5: thank you again and I agree with everyone who shared and one piece of the advice quickly is Follow the program and follow the community, trust the community. Uh, I fell in love with this community. My husband was saying, you are idolizing Hoda." In fact, in my entire life, I have never idolized somebody, but uh, truly Hodor is my role model, and she is someone who inspires me to be the better me, and uh, give me the hope that I can reach the goal that I have been dreamed about in my entire life, to speak with clarity and confidence. Thank you I so much, Hada. Thank you so much, Mushyang. And I see a lot of comments,
0: people asking about the program. So just just so you know, we're opening doors on um, on Tuesday if you join the masterclass. And on Wednesday, we're going to send an email with all the information you can get on the wait list or you can join the masterclass because at the end, I'll talk about it as well. So just so you know, uh, it's coming up soon. Rosario, what's your piece of advice?
3: Okay, my piece of advice is <clears throat> uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. This is the only way to um, to improve, to overcome your fears. And you are in the right place because here uh, no one will judge you. So yeah. this is my piece of advice. And um, another important thing is uh, take your... Take your time to decide because when you are in, it's impossible to go out. <laughs> it causes addiction. It's it's addiction. It's, uh, it's addiction. worse than it's worse than a drug. So <laughs> <laughs> take your time to decide.
4: Well, my husband says it's a sect or a cult or something. He's like, yeah, you guys are crazy all the there. Once you go in,
0: you just yeah. don't get out. There's no get out. I was like, it's yeah. a new sound world, a new sound land.
3: Okay. And thank you, Hadar. And thanks to Yelena and Christina That helped me a lot during her sessions.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Rosario. Uh, Luciana, what about you? Yeah,
1: I have a mantra that is something that you said in podcast or YouTube episode that is, it's not supposed to be comfortable, but it can be definitely be fun. And it is so Have fun, enjoy the process, and don't try to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist. So that's it. And thanks a lot, Hadar. Thank you, everyone. I love it.
0: It's not supposed to be comfortable. It's not supposed to be easy, but it should be fun. I think you combined a few thoughts together and you made it one mantra, and I love that. I'm going to use that now. (laughs) Uh, Fred, what about you?
2: Well, uh, could I give three?
0: Yes, you could. Yes.
2: <laughs> okay, the first piece uh, of advice is believing in yourself. I think if you believe you can do something, nobody can say the opposite. So the first thing I think is that if you believe in yourself, you will achieve uh, what you want. The second one is challenge yourself on a daily basis to do something that scares you, that you are not comfortable. Uh, so step out of your comfort zone. I think this is can help you to, to believe in yourself more and know that, yes, you can do you can speak English better than you are speaking now. And the third one is if you can join to the program. I think this is, is going to be a game changer for you, as was for me and everybody here. So yeah, that's it.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. Always clear and Thank concise. Thank uh, Antonina, what about you?
4: Okay. It's unfair for me to go the last. It's like, you know, everyone, <laughs> I made a few points, which would be my advice. And then I'm just sitting here and crossing them out. Grossing them out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: grossing
2: them out.
4: says, can I give three? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be left out of options like, altogether.
2: Sorry, Antonina. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so yeah of course like
0: a bunch of great you can repeat, advice. You can repeat the same thought you know I,
4: I think one of the big for me was to not be afraid to make mistakes. I see it also in my students a lot uh, when they yeah. are so afraid and they are overthinking this stuff and they're just not talking because of it. And it's like same even like for me, uh, you need to separate your practice, your intentional practice and your conversation with people. I need to like turn off yeah. the switch right now because if I like as much as I work on my R's and on the wor- words, like how I pronounce the word, the word, like if I will be sitting, sitting here and just thinking about it, I would be getting stuck a lot. So not thinking about it helps. And yeah. then I think like trusting like compound effect that if you do a little bit every day, you, you won't notice results immediately, but they are there. They are coming. You are on the right path. So just do the work and don't be afraid. And yeah, of course, like I join in on everything because like, yeah. <laughs> <it's... laughs> And yeah, again, uh, whatever you resist, like it's, it's what Hadar said to me once, whatever you resist is probably what you have to do. And like following that mantra also helped me a lot because like, okay, I resist doing shadowing. That's what I need to do. I don't <laughs> want to, but that's what I need to do. You know, I
0: have, um, it's the, the beginning of the school year and, and my daughter, we signed her up for a few classes after school and there was one class she doesn't want to go to. And I was like, listen, you know, go try it and see first like because you're resisting going she wanted to go there and then she's resisting and I said exactly that like if you're resisting it maybe there's another reason except for all the excuses that you're giving me right now you know oh I want this I want that I'm too tired i try to see because because obviously maybe there is some kind of fear there that is preventing you from doing it then if you check it and you see that it's not for you then fine but not because you know like we need to 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 dismantle this this resistance and to understand why that is first and um and i'm glad you did because i think shadowing is good Uh All right, my dear friends, I want to say thank you so, so much for sharing your experience and sharing your stories and talking about New Sound, which is about to to be open in in a few days. Um, For all of you who had questions about New Sound, then again, I'm going to be answering them in the masterclass tomorrow at the end after I teach you uh, the three powerful strategies. And also, we will be available to answer questions over the next 10 days because registration closes in about uh, 10 days once it opens. So, but back to you guys. You have been so inspirational for not just for me to see you as students, and then, you know, I I, am like this makes our experience as a team so incredible to see the transformation and also to hear you talk about it. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for being such an incredible part of the community, always available, always open, always sharing your Um, your story, because I think that it has impacted so many people without you knowing inside the program.
5: And uh, that's it for being so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. uh, The last piece, I want to add another piece is the more we expose ourselves, the more we want to support others, the more we will gain. So in English uh, community or any communities, if you want to get better, you can try to contribute your time and your energy to support others, then you will get a lot more. I
0: agree. And I think that ultimately connecting and communicating and getting to a high level in English has to be also about giving. It's not just about what's in it for me. And we see that. And this is why our community is so incredible. And you can see that talking to all of you. So anyway, uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for watching and for your awesome comments. You guys, you have to go read it afterwards if you're not reading it just to see. I think everyone enjoyed your stories and were really touched. Thanks, you guys. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, Thanks you thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with my incredible students. And if you want to find out more about New Sound, click the link below. If you're watching this as we're releasing the video, registration is still open, but for a few days only. If registration is closed, then click the link below to get on the wait list to join New Sound. Thank you so much for watching. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. And I will see you next week in the next video. Bye.